It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. All right, Golf DMV. At the time we're recording this, it is uh, November 2nd. It's a Tuesday night, and it just dawns on me. We only got two more months left in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because, you know, at early 2021, we had talked about how, man, this is going to be an interesting golf season among the golf DMV crew because, you know, we was, there's a lot of chirping going on, a lot of talking, you know, just having fun and stuff. But as 2021 comes to an end, I predict that 2022 will be a year where feelings get hurt out on the golf course and the golf DMV crew. Cause there's a lot of talk going on. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on the show. LB obviously uh, with us uh, this week, uh, Vern, uh, you know, the whole crew uh, here, lots of stuff going on. Want to uh, send a shout out to our buddy, Turner Lewis, owner of four craft cocktails. I had a chance to catch up with him, LB and myself. We'll talk about that. Uh, oh, we'll play that interview for you a little bit later in the show. Vern's got a report about the first team event that, uh, that the golf yeah. DMV crew did this past weekend. Let us know how it went. Uh, LB's got a Manny Millions coming up. We've got some LPGA stuff uh, coming up. Um, also, uh, uh, PGA rules update. It's so funny with some of these rules updates. And interesting enough to me, some of the rules, I mean, obviously, I guess for the professionals, just different rules because they play a totally different style of golf or game. I mean, they're just much better than we are. But so right. many of these rules with golf just gets on my nerves. And so we, we got a whole other rules update coming up. Um, and, and Vern's got some more stuff. But first, I want to do an update on this whole par three challenge because once last week's show uh, dropped, uh, the text message stuff just went off, apparently, yeah. um, with uh, basically with me saying how juniors, you know, they teach. I ran into this program online. I mean, you can go back next week, last week's show to get all the get the rundown. But I, I right. came into this. I think it's golf 36 or something like that, where they're saying, you know, you teach gen- juniors from the green to the tee box mm-hmm. and that, you know, you know, it's probably a good idea for adults to do that, too. And so I had thought of a whole new thing um, after convincing LB. Well, I don't think I convinced them. I pleaded my case that it wasn't about trying to find a new circus way to play golf or to motivate me to play golf. It was trying to get better. And right. then it was, but he, but so he said, I think he said the idea was fine. Um, as long as it's not some kind of circus thing, but then he made a comment saying that, that he could shoot hard doing that. Uh, so playing nine holes of golf from 125 out, yeah. he can, he can shoot par. The next day, as we're talking about it on text message, he revealed something to me that I didn't know at the time. He says, well, who couldn't do that on a par four? And I'm like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Yeah. Every hole is a par three. It's not so even. So you walk up to 125 from the hole and you play that and you've got three to get on the green and down. Can you do that in 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 park? And and, and so before we get into somehow the the, to some of the things that came through on text message from the golf DMV crew um, uh, and by the golf golf DMV crew, I mean, anybody who listens to the show, let me specify this. We we mention certain people on our show because they reach out to the show or they're affiliated with us because they play play the show. But golf DMV is for any golfers in the DMV and beyond who loves golf. You guys hear the intro who loves golf and not don't like the stuffy stuff. And then you're part of the golf DMV family. So if you want to contact us, Feel free to do so through the website about this par three challenge or, or on Instagram, the Facebook page on Instagram. Yeah, just yeah. just just let us know what you think. So anyway, so LB, just one. So before we go into some of the reaction, my question is now. No, so with the revelation that it is par three the the entire way and no fours mm-hmm. or anything like that, do you still maintain that you can shoot par doing that? Well, I'm gonna go back to last week's show for starters. Mm, I didn't Vern, like that. Not, not, not <laughs> no, in Vern, minute, yes or Vern no. Said, no okay. Vern, Vern said I wasn't in it. He was. He said, uh, "What'd you say for a plus four? He said, "I'm gonna give you plus four or something like I that." Think I said he said, "I don't think you're gonna do no better than plus four. 
Yeah, I think that's be the best you, you could do. That is yeah, the best I could do. Mm-hmm. Okay, now again, like Vern, like I'm sorry, like Claude just said, I was under the impression that it was still, you know, I still had that the hole was still whatever the part, like the part four, yeah, whatever right. the part was. That's, that's what that was. I was that's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, of course I could do that. Right. Um, uh, uh, this does make it a little bit more challenging, but I'm going <laughs> to stick to my guns, and I'm still going to attempt to be better than you two clowns and anybody else who plays with us <laughs> and have a better score than them. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So, so now this brings me to my next thing because it, it, it seems like there's two different competitions because everyone was texting in betting that I think the bet was that Lawrence couldn't do that. Wasn't yes. or or that, was that, it? That's mo- most people. So just for everybody knows, like Aaron, uh, Wendell, some of these guys that, like you said, you hear us mentioned all the time that Claude uh, 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 talks about. Again, we're just listeners. They all just started mm-hmm. out as listeners. They reached out to us. We play with them now. They're in the circle. Obviously you two could be mentioned on the show with exactly. the likes of Rick McCormick. If you just exactly. reach out to us and, and, and yeah. one of and, you know, Glenn, well, Glenn's my brother. Glenn, married of my course, sister. Glenn. He, he yeah. married my sister. I only have one sister, so I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, all of them immediately texted. I think the best they were going after was not only, I think they wanted to bet on themselves. They didn't say what. They said, okay. I want to, everybody was just like, I want a part of this bet. But I also think they wanted action on how well LB was going to do. So okay. this is something that uh, the degenerate gambler, me, I'm definitely going to set this up. We're going to have a lot of people out. It's gonna be a whole situation. Um, oh, now, you know, oh, now I'm gonna have a cry. I'm gonna have no, no, no. They're playing. They're playing too. They're in it as well. They're in it oh, as well. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna be okay. in it as well. But everybody. I don't want people out there rooting against me. That's not fair. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> people, so you know what? Nobody in your group. Wait, but here's what, here's what here's what interesting about that though is that out of everybody in the whole golf DMV circle, LB's the most likely to root against someone. But, then, <laughs> but now he is saying that he doesn't, he doesn't want, want for him though. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and qualifying I'm qualifying this too. That you know I haven't played golf in like a month so mm, yeah, that. i got something i'm still yeah. gonna come out there and whack y'all behind okay all right <laughs> i'm looking forward to this looking forward to so, this. okay so 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 it, the, the the plus four is the number that you give them in the okay yeah, yeah. okay all right and not the not the par no yeah four over par that okay. would be a win. four over par that would be a win right yeah yeah okay all right and glenn made a point too because glenn's glenn, glenn texted and said he wants in on the action because everyone, you got to put everything out. Like there oh, aren't oh, any. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to put yeah, everything yeah. out. Yeah, I ain't yeah, scared. Yeah, to... Okay, okay, all right, cool. I got okay. you, brother. So, uh... <laughs> all right. That's a, that's a perfect segue into the into the one I put in the chat about. You think you're better than me if you don't? If, yeah, if go you, right okay, ahead. So, so, right. so, so to your point about like when this is gonna happen, right? So, you think you're better. So, uh, um, if you've watched any movie where there's a guy trying to escape some life, whether it's the streets or he's coming back one last drop, any of all those tropes in the films, there's always one guy or the st- somebody in that person's crew who's kind of the bad person who's trying to pull that person back in. Mm-hmm. And usually there's some version of do you, like they that character. They're usually friends. They're usually friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The character's trying to break away, and at some point, uh, this guy will have some, they'll have some sort of argument. There'll be some version of. This guy's saying, oh, you think you're better than me. You know what I'm saying? As a good example, right. if, if you guys haven't seen it, The Town is a great movie. Jeremy Renner in The Town going mm-hmm. at Ben Affleck, just like, no, you 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 have to stay here. And Heat, I'm going to say it's kind of maybe Tom si- or, uh, um, uh, Sizemore's role. Uh, uh, he, you know, Again, he's like, hey, I'm down for the action. I just want action, action, action all the time, right? Why do I bring this up? I feel like this is me now in the Golf DMV crew. Claude okay. and, and, and LB, 
have been away from the game. LB's doing decks and, re- and improving his life. Claude is hanging out with his children in Disney World and having a good time. And to me, I started to, first it was just like, oh, they're just taking a break. And now I start to feel like the jerk, like the degenerate golfer booking two 30, you know, uh, uh, doubles on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday or whatever. And I had a, you think you're better than me moment where I'm like, I was like, oh, these guys just, uh, you know, they're not going to play golf anymore. Huh? This is what we're doing. So now I feel some kind of way about it. I'm defensive. Uh, right now I have like a, like a beard situation going I'm not shaving until all, all three members of the golf DMV crew I'm back playing back out, golf. I'm back out on the course. And I'm going to, I'm going to say there's a chance that it's not till 2022. I'm not going to lie because it's getting cold <laughs> it is getting and, cold. and we're approaching Thanksgiving. So if it messes around and stays a little bit too cold for Thanksgiving, we hit mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I mean, your best bet is maybe a 60 degree in December, 60 degree yeah. day, excuse me, in December. And I, I don't know. There's a, there's a real chance that it won't be and until 2022. I was, just, I was just counting. I'm this one, two. Yeah. There's four weekends between now and the end of the year that I'm out of time. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, okay. so there's a realistic chance that I won't play golf with you guys till 2022. But <laughs> I am the you think you're better than me guy. I'm going to pull you back to the streets. You're not going to leave me behind. All right. On the golf <laughs> podcast where I'm the only one playing golf. You're not better than me. <laughs> I know you're both degener- golf degenerates. You got it in you. So I just have to break you of this of this cycle of improving yourselves and being with your families and doing stuff. Yeah. Right. No, 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 you're 100, you're 100% right. No, no, we will be back out there. And my question is, does yeah. this, does, does this mean that, you know, you, you won't shave until we're playing together or just in, like all if three, I, yeah, if I get a chance, three, all, three, all, three, okay. all three of us, okay. we ain't gotta okay. be in the same group, but basically we're, we all go out on the same weekend, you know, mm-hmm. in the tea time. Okay. And we hit and tournaments and, like the WGTS tournament don't matter. Don't count. No, no, that would have counted. That would have counted. Okay. That would have, that would have counted. That would have counted just fine. So yeah, but you know, it'll be better on that. He had to go to fix his house. Well, his it's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or uh, <laughs> whatever. But, but, I mean, no, because no, yeah, no. he just got back from Louisville. He, I mean, yeah, he, he did. He did. He did. And I will say, let me. I do reserve the right. I can trim the beard because I'm going to tell you, like you guys have. I haven't posted anything on YouTube in a while. I've been I've been busy. But if I get this up, like, listen, for some people, when they grow the beard out, it just looks mm-hmm. like they grow a beard. Some people's disheveled looks worse than others. <laughs> and I'm notorious. Like when I let mine grow out, mm-hmm. I will, you know, people, I walk up on somebody, I drop my daughter off to school. They'd be like, sir, we don't, keep any cash. Yeah, we don't keep any cash in the building. I'm sorry. It was like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Brown. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. So I reserve the right to trim it, but I won't shave it until all three of us are back out on the golf course. But that's it. That's it. I just, just want to say you guys think you're better than me. You're not. You're both golfers. You're not, you're not a family man, Claude. You're not, you're not, you know, you don't have other things to do. It's my, my own insecurities. Because I feel like a jerk. I was like, wow, he's, LB's approving his house. He's sitting pictures of his deck all mm-hmm. super nice and his bathroom redone. I was like, what And you I shared doing? this. This is on the heels of the, the Chuck E. Cheese birthday fiasco. Yeah. Right. yeah like, exactly. Exactly. So instead of, instead not, of only taking, did I, not only did I not leave Manny's birthday party early i left town and went to disney and and yeah. stayed the whole time with my family and didn't play golf so instead of taking stock of my own issues i lash out and i blame the other two it's like no 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 you, mm-hmm. you think you're better than me so that's Don't it worry. we'll we'll, yeah, I'll, be we'll, be, we'll be out there yeah. soon uh, neglecting yeah. our families I'm, and other responsibilities yeah. uh sooner yeah. rather I'm done than with home projects until next year so <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, rather than later so speaking of getting out with the crew where you, you uh, we had talked about um because we had so much fun at the tournament and the team played, just like right. thinking about just doing different things when we all get together and play on the weekends. This past right. weekend, you had a chance to do that. Glenn had an idea, and you guys rolled with it. Talk a little bit about it and how it, and how it went. Yeah, so we did a little And two- there was some scorecard controversy, which is, a little bit. again, this is going to make 2022, you know, very interesting. And so, again, if you're <laughs> listening to the show and you want to get in on some of this fun, it's going to be 
It's going to be a wild year next year, okay? So go go right ahead with it. Yeah, no. So we uh, we had uh, eight guys out at Enterprise this past weekend, and we did uh, six of us. We we had new golfer Mike out, so we did we didn't include him. He was working on his game and stuff. He had a good time. He's coming along nicely. And mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, we had Coach Howard out, who he could only do nine. He had something he had to do, so he's only out there for nine. So uh, three teams of two. So it was uh, our buddy Rick and Wendell, uh, the homies from uh, Where's My Meeting, Lou uh, Lou Naylor, and his brother Matt. Mm-hmm. And myself and my brother on Glenn, uh, we were all on teams against each other in a, which I guess we would call a two ball or a four ball, which mm-hmm. we learned, I only learned this year for the Ryder Cup. It's not the classic quote unquote best ball, which is actually a scramble where you hit each other, you know, you just go to right. the best ball. Right. In this case, each person just plays their own, you know, their own score and the best score from the group uh, gets put down for the group. So I put a cap on it at double bogey. So it's basically just, you know, two sets of, two sets of guys and it's just like, hey, what's the best score from the group? No worse than double bogey. And we finished. Uh, Glenn and I finished 85 and then the other two teams finished 86. Okay. And I will say, so it was, so just speaking about the format, it's actually, it's really fun. It is really fun because you do, you get the same vibe that we had at PB dive where you're like trying and in this case, even more so cause you're playing your own ball too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you may have a different look than your, uh, uh, than your partner and depending on where his shot went, it's like, all right, maybe, I, you know, it just, it just kind of put, I don't want to say it's, it's like a More good strategy pre- too. It's a good, yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. pressure. It's yeah. a good strategy mm-hmm. that you, where you're just like, all right, I'm going to try this. And then a lot of times, I feel like your score may uh, end up being lower. It may come out better because you, uh, and Matt said this, I think, uh, Lou's brothers, Matt said this. He said, I, he said he thought more strategically about his shots where mm-hmm. normally he'd be like, I'm going to try this. He's like, nah, mm-hmm. let me do what's best for the team. And ultimately right. it ends up being better for your score. For your score. Yeah. Wow. And, and wow. We didn't, wow. we didn't wow. have anything wow. on the line. There was no money on the line. Mm-hmm. And just that, just wanting to win did make it fun. Unfortunately, uh, and you're hopefully does that better, but unfortunately, Glenn's going through a swing change right now. So, mm-hmm. um, he did contribute on two holes. So, you could have, you could have just said he's going through the swing, or, you know, I, uh, yeah, there's no need for me because, to, you know, yeah. whatever, but, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you carried it. So you carried him down the fairway is what you're saying. Yeah, he said it himself. He said, he said, I hope your shoulders don't hurt because you're carrying the team. It's the but, use um, of language. Like, like even the word contribute, like automatically <laughs> down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of, kind of using a neg- the like word a, like contribute, like automatically yeah. pulls uh, down negative connotation and then, yeah. then to specify two holes. I mean, yeah. you know, but, but you know what? But you know what's cool though? Like, like my natural thing is because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a team oriented person. So even, mm-hmm. even knowing that he was going through a swing change and this, it was just going to be what it was going to be. I was still like, all right, cool. Then we, you know, we'll just, you know, carry him. We'll just do it together. You know, say whatever's going. Right. Be. But um, but again, it was still, it was still uh, very fun. It was cool. Mike, the new golfer, got to see how the, you know, the competition worked and everything else. Now at the end, at the end, now look, listen, listen. So we coming on the back nine. Uh, uh, Rick and Rick Wendell, and then Matt and Lou. That foursome is in front of us. They're playing in front of us, and I, you know, I know they go listen to it. But on the back nine, me, listen, on the back nine, we playing. They kind of slow down a little bit, and it seems like maybe Rick and Waddell are having a little, you know, we see them off the tee box. Maybe they're off to the right. Maybe they're short of the fairway. You know, one of those things where it's like they look like they're having a little bit of trouble on a few holes. Mm-hmm. So when we finished, <laughs> and we were like, cool, when Matt and Lou, now Matt can hit it a mile, and Lou got some, some good short game. So I wasn't surprised if they were like, hey, 86. I was like, all right. But me and Glenn were like, oh, we know we got well, Rick and Waddell. We got them. We had to get mm-hmm. them on this one. And they said right. 86. Everybody looks. Everybody <laughs> said 86. And Rick, and Rick was counting on the scorecard for a minute. Even Wendell, when he said, what do we shoot? Rick said 86. Wendell made a face of this. This is classic. Had us all done. He just like, like nah, according to the way Rick counts, it was an 86. He said, bro, please. He said, let me see the scorecard. But 
I'm not gonna say we're, I'm not gonna say reckless capping. It is what it is. It just mm. didn't didn't feel didn't feel mm. like didn't feel like an '86. Didn't, yeah. didn't feel like it at all. It's starting already. It's starting. Hey, look, the cool thing was Matt Lou. Matt Lou played a real diplomatic. I asked Lou. I was like, Hey, they said he's like '86. They just kind of looked at each other, and laughed. They said, Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't say that. They was like, Oh, I mean, that's what they put on there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the classic line. Is I, I keep my scorecards, bro. I right, like, exactly. Right. But uh, all in all, all in all, it's fun. If you got a regular group of four, six, eight that you go out with i encourage you to try this like a, the little two ball situation again for the person who's like a score zealot you still get to play your own ball mm-hmm. you, you, you're contributing excuse me you're contributing to the team and if you you know just put a cap on it like double bogey triple bogey maybe if you're better golfers and then you know just leave it at that and see who who did the best but it was fun man. it was a good time i think y'all would yeah, like it and i bet like you were saying like like you know um, we were joking around about uh, about a little bit but like you said you know glenn with the swing with the swing team you feel like you had to do it i, I bet in that team competition some people kind of thrive in that moment okay i've got to i've got to do this i've got to be i've got to be the foundation you know because i had a stretch of like three or struggled. four cars in a row yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and trying and, to yeah just trying to just trying to you know wheel the team together and and, and when you can do it sometimes you feel like cool you know i'm I'm doing this, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm getting this, I'm getting this, getting us through that because that's the, that's the role I got, you know, the role I got to play. And, and if you're the one struggling, you, you're just trying to do, you're, you're trying to, to like to contribute something, to, to do something to help the team. You know, when I can see how, that's, how, how, yeah, how no matter what, even with the team, as far as um, struggles yeah. or not, how it can be pretty it fun. Was, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. Okay, yep. good. Looking forward to that. So we got a couple things coming up. We got the team competitions coming up, the random t- the random teams, and then we've got the part three challenge on the way. And uh, yeah, that's that's going to be. So now, speaking of rules, so, and, and, I thought about um, one more thing about that part three challenge. I thought about is actually kind of a good idea, especially this time of year when you get all the leaves and stuff that are blowing around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you won't you're not going to be losing tee shots. You know what I mean? So it might mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. probably a good a good time a good time of the year to do that. Oh, I sure. think so too. Okay, yeah. Whenever mm-hmm. you guys want to come play golf, just let me know. Let me get a let me get a couple of weeks of actually playing golf, then I'm good. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. So, All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm I'm, a, I'm trying to come out to you playing. If we play this weekend, I'm I, well, I'm, I'm playing this weekend. You come on, we got spots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Put me put me down for this weekend. That'd be my All first right. round in a while. So. All right, there we go. Yeah. So, um, you know, well, and, well, that is a good point too. I mean, as far as you know, we, we talk about this this time of year. I mean, the sun, the, the sun, you know, we got daylight saving time coming up this weekend, and so you know, not not as oh, much man. sun. Yeah. It's only going to be warm for a small amount of time during the day, yeah. and even if it's cold, that's not a bad way to play. It's to get condense condense your game. You that's know, true. you play that's to true. to nine holes, yeah. and and if you don't play off tee boxes, just play. For you sure. know, it, it don't have to just be one twenty five. You can you can switch it up every like. Hey, we'll do two hundred or we'll do one seventy five, and then and it's still all par threes. You know what I mean? Right. Or just switch up, make your own tee boxes. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like if that's you know if that, it, um uh, with those challenges. So anyway, um uh, uh, the PGA had this rules update. I was actually watching the Golf Channel um a little earlier today before one of the little goofy uh, instructional shows came on. You try to learn stuff from, but you never never works um for us because they have these pros showing us what they do, and then we try to mimic it without. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um so um. Uh, and uh, I guess Golf Central is the name of the show, and they were and they were talking about this rules update. So, Vern, you had mentioned it, uh, and you've got a funny little twist on it. Go right ahead with this. It, it, basically, it's well, about the scorebook and the, and oh, the yard yeah. book, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're talking about the same thing. I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I read a Golf.com article by Dan Rappaport, just it was real brief about the the greens books. I don't know if you know this, LB, but I think we talked about this. They're they're banning the right. green books for this for this upcoming season. Now, I, well, I it's got to be like a tour-approved okay. yardage book, too, that they could use, right? So I this mean, is what I was getting. Something exa- different with that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when they when I heard the news, like, 
you know, a couple months ago, I said, I was like, oh, great. I'm a pace, you know, not something a lot of people care about, but I'm a pace of play zealot. So I was like, cool. But when they said it, I thought they meant like no books. So mm-hmm. no, I read the, I read the story by Rappaport and it was like, no, actually there are books allowed, but they're only going to, they're going to be like made by the tour. And basically the rule for the PGA, only for the PGA, doesn't affect the RNA or the USGA, which is key. Just remember that <clears throat> the rule is, uh, you, they won't be able to use any books uh, prior to 2022. So starting next year, the PGA, I guess, will make these books for the courses, and those will be the ones they can use. They'll have much limited information, blah, blah, blah. So as I keep reading, I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, that's not what I wanted. Then I read some more, and it's like, well, uh, not only can, you can use these books, but you can mark them up yourself. And it's like, okay. And then they said, well, you can also mark them up with information that you have from prior years previous yeah Mm -hmm. but if it doesn't violate the rule which the rule is like you had to come upon this information through play or experience it's one of these amorphous golf rules Mm -hmm. that basically that they can't enforce and so dan (laughs) he said he said the problem here is he said because um because green's books themselves aren't outlawed in in you know flatly so they'll still exist for us the amateurs and for people in the arnic well all the material exists. You could just go copy the information mm-hmm. from your old book <laughs> into, into the new legal book. And he said there's not going to be any way for them to enforce that. Now, the minutia of that is just kind of boring. I get nobody probably cares about that. But then I started thinking about the consequences of I was like, well, wait a minute. This could be the closest thing golf has to like a steroid scandal because all it takes is for just a couple of golf. Because I know this has this, this is going to happen. I guarantee you. A few golfers, maybe some known, maybe some unknown, are going to be like, well, they're going to know this. They're going to be like, well, I'm going to go ahead and just copy this information in there. Mm-hmm. And the way pro athletes do, they'll commun- other golfers will know who they are. Right. And will this mm-hmm. become a thing on tour where just everybody does it? This is this is kind of where I was like, ooh, this this could be interesting because, I, you know, golf is a tight fraternity. I don't expect necessarily anything to come out about this for the first year. But there could sure. be a situation in some years later where just some random journeyman pro gets asked about something about maybe about the, you know, uh, I don't know, a, a tournament he came close to winning or something. And, you know, they just saw that comment like, well, you know, I was pretty close, but, you know, I'm not here using these books that everybody be marking up. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not putting no names out there, but, you know, everybody does it, you know. That type, <laughs> one of those type of throwaway <laughs> comments, and yeah. then it blows up into a situation. So the two questions mm-hmm. I have for y'all are, one, about what percentage of the pros do you think are going to basically be like, oh, I have an advantage here. I'm going to go ahead and just copy the information from the old. What percentage do you think will do that? And then do you think that most of them will pretty much know, like all the other pros who aren't doing it, do, do you figure they're going to kind of know, like, oh, I know these guys are doing this thing? Because they, they're, they're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. So what percentage would you say? I think yeah. – go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say 95% of them, if really? not 100, yeah. are going to copy them. And I think also, even if they don't do it, their caddies – Their caddies, oh, that's smart. So what you do is plausible deniability. You do possible exactly. tonight. Like, I didn't great. do anything. Yeah. But yeah. my caddy is who's helping me, and most of them, the caddies help them read the greens yeah. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, when so the caddy, the caddy says, I think yeah. it's two cups out to the left, mm-hmm. I'm going with what the caddy said. Right. The so, so, read the book. So, well, so that conversation, though, goes like this the caddy just goes up, especially once they know it's being done and it's being murmured about. The caddy, I'm the caddy. I just go up to Justin Thomas and say, hey, man, um, I need your, uh, I need them green books that the PJ gave me. Okay, cool. And he's just going to walk away and I'm just going to go the way and come back. And there's going to be information in there and he don't know nothing about it. And it's probably, and it's probably not too far off from what goes on anyway, because they mark the yardage books up now anyway, with their own kind of, like they do, but it's legal now. 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so it's like they probably the caddies probably get the yardage books from them anyway. Or, you know, um, also like, hey, let me, you know, during practice rounds or or whatever, to kind of mark up what what their strategy or plans. Oh, you mean they're already they're already doing. Yeah. 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 I think that they do. What's to stop them from just transferring? Right. Right. You know, or or, or just like it won't be out of the ordinary for a player's caddy to have the to have the yardage book, you know, in advance of Mm -hmm. um, a, a tournament. And so, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll train. So it won't look weird like, you know, hey, you know, right there on the putting green, I saw, you know, Kuchar's caddy handing him a yardage book. That's you know, true. And so, That's true. so it's like it probably happens all the time now anyway. Yeah. So, so it's never going to get out then probably because yeah. it's really going to be mostly amongst the caddies themselves. Ain't no, ain't no pros in this. Okay. Okay. Well, because right. if you're a caddy, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you and, 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 and especially with most of the courses that they play, that's a repeat course anyway. We've seen it in interviews. These guys' memories are so like yeah. they can probably look. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Hole 13, the green slopes this way. Don't now, hit it there. I, I can yeah. write this mm-hmm. down. You know, there's probably only a few that may need to look at something just to kind of, you know, refresh their memory, if you know what right. I mean. Um, yeah, but I think, like LB said, I think uh, I think in the high Everyone. 90s, I think yeah. everybody's going to just re- refer, yeah. revert back to mm-hmm. what they either already knew or, or take an old yardage book and, and, and write it in. What I'm waiting for is for when the first player gets caught, will he throw his caddy under the bus? Like I That's know, what I'm saying. That's I, what, I, 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 I I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious how it's going to get out. Is it? Will it be a caddy mm-hmm. league? I, I, again, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be some German golfer who, because not everybody no, uses green. It'll be Bryson, huh? It'll be Bryson or Patrick Reed. No, no. See, you know what? I, I, I think it'll be Bryson before Patrick Reed. Because I feel like Patrick Reed. I don't really see. I don't know if he. He doesn't strike me as a book guy. He just kind of strikes me as somebody who go out. He makes his own lie. He doesn't. He don't right. need exactly. no book. He doesn't matter to me which way the green is. Doesn't matter which way the green is turning to me. I'm just exactly. Gonna put, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Saying I'm. Yeah, he's not tripping on that. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, th- I, th- I think this will be this will be interesting. We might not hear anything about it though, because if it stays amongst the caddies, then they're just gonna do it anyway. And it's kind of a dumb rule. Yeah, because. I, I, what I wanted was for there to be no books. I wanted there to yeah, be zero, exactly. no green reading yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Go back to the, like, you you know, mm-hmm. aim point, whatever walk you use, it, yep. feel, mm-hmm. you walk and you look at it, the practice rounds, and then you can, you know, you commit it to memory or your caddy commits it, you know, commits it to memory. Obviously, mm-hmm. they can write stuff down maybe for the round, but no, no, no materials to copy from. Mm-hmm. They're all banned or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. And then, I'm uh, trying and, to remember too. Have, have, have you seen the caddies? Caddies don't normally carry a book. I'm trying to remember. I know the players sometimes will pull out their yardage book, right? The Green's book and look, but I don't. Think I, assume, I've ever I assume it's the same one. That's what I'm book. saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, but I've never, I've never seen like two copies. Basically, what I'm saying. No, we no, both have a book out looking at you know their their version of the yardage book. But Green's I've book. only remember. I've I've only noticed just one, like the player having one. Right, but I no. do know that because I've heard in, in interviews and stuff with caddies that that they'll they'll mark up the yardage book and stuff during during rounds and, and stuff mm. like that. I feel like uh, I have. I feel like I've practice, seen a shot of of Spieth and his caddy having a discussion, both looking at something Look, at okay. the same time. It's quite possible, but it's, it's neither mm-hmm, here right. nor there. But I'm just mm-hmm, yeah. again, I'm curious how it will get out. And again, I, I think my bet is that it's gonna be it's gonna be some guy who's not really heavy into the books like that. Fought, mm-hmm. Like some years in, and he just misses a thing, and he finally sees yeah. it about it, and he's like, well, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it, well, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, they're not supposed to be, hit, you know, doing it anyway, but you know, everybody. <laughs> well, and then, of course, somebody asked him for a name. He'd be like, I mean, I, I'm not a snitch. I'm, I'm not trying to say, he yeah. just dry snitch. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but see, and I feel like I feel like Bryson would do that. Like I feel like you think so? I feel like I feel like Bryson would dom somebody out mm-hmm. quick. Like, well, you know, yeah. oh, I believe that. The first year and a half, I never even thought about doing it until you know I saw Colin and his caddy transferring notes, and so. He would, well, he, you're right. I guess it's I okay now. So then I started to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, too for sure. That was about 100 him. Absolutely. Uh, so LB and I had a chance to catch up with Turner Lewis. 
He is the uh, owner of Four Craft Cocktails. Why is that important? Because Four Craft Cocktails is a new sponsor with Golf DMV. Uh, you can learn more at fourcraftcocktails.com. That's F-O-R-E, uh, craftcocktails.com. You can't order the stuff online. You've got to go to uh, 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 one of four stores in Virginia to pick it up. They're looking to expand. Happy to have them part of the Golf DMV uh, sponsor team. And here's that interview, folks. It's Golf DMV. All right, Golf DMV family, happy to have Turner Lewis with us. He is the owner of Four Crafts Cocktails, uh, officially now a sponsor of the Golf DMV podcast. Uh, LB is hanging out as well. Uh, Turner, thank you so much for joining the show, uh, being with us today, and being a sponsor of the show. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me on, and uh, so nice to finally meet you. Certainly enjoyed listening to your podcasts, and um, look forward to the relationship forming from here on out. So thanks for your time. Absolutely. For, so for those of us who play golf only to start drinking at seven in the morning, uh, whether it's a weekday or weekend, uh, talk to us about four cocktails uh, and four craft cocktails. Like, how did this uh, come about and, and what was this whole brainchild that you had? Yeah, no, happy to. And, and this is my first interview. So we're going to hammer this out and see how it sounds. But uh, <laughs> basically, you know, uh, kind of discovered golf a little later in life and, and right after college, but we would go on some trips to places and discover this drink, the transfusion. I'd never heard of it. And, um, you know, we were playing, playing a lot of golf as we aged. And um, about a year ago, just got the idea during the pandemic of why is this not in a can? And so, you know, it's like, you know, you can mix drinks, you can have the, the carts mix it for you. And I thought, but, but we're too lazy for that. We need some kind of quick and easy and let's mm-hmm. grab it and go. And I think like LB, I'm not a huge beer guy. So I wanted something a little different, mm-hmm. a little, a little more refreshing and the transfusion, which is, as you guys probably know, it's ginger ale, a little splash of grape juice, some lime and vodka all mixed together. Super refreshing, summary, um, good on the golf course, whether it's 7.30 in the morning or uh, at night. So so it was really more just like, hey, this seems like a a fun thing to do. Um, I'm not from the beverage world, so it was kind of just diving into the deep end of the pool during the pandemic and figuring it out. You know, that's a very interesting thing to say, okay, you know, during the pandemic, so many people picked up hobbies, but to come up with a cocktail in a can for golfers, because again, the four craft cocktails, you know, F-O-R-E, by the way, folks, the the, uh, website is fourcraftscocktails.com. Like, so to come up with that, like, and you kind of alluded to a little bit in the answer, what was it about, like, specifically with golf and then putting this, like, because, you know, I don't know, some people picked up painting. (laughs) <laughs> during the pandemic yeah, some picked people up drinking. picked up That's you, awesome. know, you know like knitting <laughs> you made cocktails in a can for golfers like i know <laughs> you know uh i guess life gives you opportunities you take them for me it was you know actually we had been down to florida the stream song a couple of buddies in my um right before the pandemic and we're out there great golf if you guys i don't know if you've been there mm-hmm. or not but just amazing kind of link style golf in the middle of florida and we were at you know these little huts uh each each of the courses has a little hut where they sell like great tacos or barbecue and so we buy transfusions but here we are trying to get one or two carrying with us we're fumbling all the lids and the straws and the whole thing and and that's kind of where i got the idea of like all right wait a second there's beer in a can there's other things there's a bunch of seltzers in cans but golf's biggest drink we're still mixing it like that seemed kind of backwards so, you know, then enters the COVID era and, uh, my day job kind of slowed down. So I had more time out on the, you know, golf was one of the few things I could do and then take my kids to do. And, and yet there was nowhere to, you couldn't buy a drink. You couldn't, you know, there was no bartenders or drink right. carts or anything. And I thought, 
man, if I had a couple of things in my bag right now, it'd be, be pretty easy. And so that, that combination of things, what led me to say, well, how does, how do you even start to make a drink? How do you develop it? How do you produce it? How do you sell it? And so, mm-hmm. you know, it took me about a year to, to, to come up with start to finish, but, but it's been a lot of fun to see something from basically a sketch on a napkin to seeing Instagram posts of people enjoying it at different golf courses or mm-hmm. hearing podcasts like yours that, you know, read, read an ad. And I, you know, I'm kind of pinching myself that, that it's actually happening, but it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. The website again, forcraftcocktails.com, F-O-R-E, forcraftcocktails.com. You can go to golfdmb, by the way, uh, .com to get more information or go to our Facebook page. Uh, I'll post it on Twitter at uh, uh, Claude J Radio um, as as well. And so, um, you know, it, it's interesting because you you talk about the the, the crafts and the, the craft cocktails and, and the transfusion drinks, um, but you play golf yourself, correct? Yeah, that's what that's what they say. I do have clubs. <laughs> I go out there and play uh, with friends. I mean, to me, it's always being about being outside, being with people. Like I, lo- I love the game. I'm passionate about it. I like watching it. But something for me is just such a nice break from the real world. And I've noticed even in the craziness of everything that's happened in the world in the past year, you get on the course, you don't talk about all the bad stuff. You're out there having fun. Mm-hmm. People are usually in a good mood when they're playing. So for me, it's such a great outlet. Um, meeting new people. I met a lot of new people through this business, as a matter of fact. Um, but yeah, I love the game. Uh, I think it's going in a great direction. We've got some great stuff happening here in Richmond with Belmont, as you probably have heard about. They've kind of changed what was a great historic Tillinghast design into a 12-hole course with a par, uh, par three course and then a putting course. It's got the big first tee involvement. So I've been fortunate to be involved with that. Nice, um, And so I'm just excited about where the game is and especially having three kids who are kind of interested in golf, being able to go out and play a quick par three course or go to top golf for an hour. Those, those are the kind of things that really for us has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You talked about playing golf and, you know, uh, sometimes the game shows up. Sometimes, it, you know, it doesn't. LB talks about this all the time and, and, and has done it. We talk about it on the show, how, you know, you can always tell how well an LB round is going, given how early the flask comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go to LB for any questions that he may have about Four Crafts Cocktail. That's right. Well, yeah, uh, well, I have a couple of questions. One, and I'll, I'll put them out there and then you can take them all as you see fit. One. Um, the flavors. I like to hear about the flavors and what they are and how you came about those. Secondly, what is the shelf life of um, a craft, a, a vodka infused drink in a can? Those are my yeah. two questions. Yeah, that's great questions. I'll be the second one's uh, pretty easy because it's um, shelf stable for like two years. So wow. these don't have to be refrigerated, which is another nice thing. So, you know, you store them on a, just out on a shelf and two years is what the, the company that produced it kind of tells me they're good for. So okay. I don't think they're going to last that long on your shelf LB, but I need to stuff some away, you know, like in case the world, the zombie apocalypse happens. Well, or something, you'll be right. That's what I was going to say. I could tell my wife, we've got to buy, you know, 20 boxes of these because just in case the zombie apocalypse, and then every two right. years we just drain it. And yeah. drink it all and, and order, yeah. two, order 20 keep more boxes. Your clock down. That's right. Year. Count down to two years, flush <laughs> and reload. Um, as far as the flavor, so, you know, the, tra- the, the classic transfusion is ginger ale based with a splash of grape juice, squeeze a lime, which is sort of controversial. Some don't like the lime, but we have a little lime in ours and then vodka. So it's a pretty, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of 
powerful flavor uh, cocktail. You know, it's got a lot going on. It's definitely a sugary kind of drink. So if you're out there sweating, especially if you're walking 18, like it's a great cocktail during your round and kind of give you a little boost. So mm-hmm. you know, when that flask comes out, you, you know, you can always <laughs> top a little bit off in the can, but the beauty is, you know, if you have a couple of these in your cooler, in your cart, or a couple stuffed in your bag, they're just, they're all ready to go. You don't have to do anything but other than open it and drink it. Mm-hmm. And so my whole idea was, I mean, like you guys probably experienced this, you wait at a, at a ninth hole snack shop to get some cocktails or some food. It just slows you down. It kind of breaks up your rhythm if you're in that. Mm-hmm. And yep. I kept thinking like, man, if you could just order four or five of these at the turn, you know, two minutes later, you're on the next tee and you're rolling. And so um, just to give you a little preview, um, we're making three more drinks right now. So we started with the transfusion just because it was just the classic golf cocktail. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are still learning what the transfusion is. So it's very regional, but we, we're kind of developing a tequila based drink now. It's a a little lighter. So it's a tequila soda and lime. It's called ranch water. It's kind of a Texas Mm -hmm. classic. Uh-huh. And so we've put some pictures up of our label uh, that's coming out for that. So we're finishing up that one and then we're doing a bloody Mary. So when you need that seven thirty kick, we got that. <laughs> and then the last one is kind of the iced tea lemonade vodka, you know, called okay. the spiked Arnold Palmer or the John Daly. We're going to call it tea time. So mm-hmm. okay. it's going to have a nice, a nice uh, golf name. We're going to have another golf label. So we're going to have those four and then we're developing some more probably next summer. Um, okay. It's got nice. so. Well, the cool yeah. thing is because yeah. you talked you talked about it being refreshing. I've had two of two of them, and you know I like to feel my kick early. You know I like yeah. to have three or four sips, and <laughs> right. I understand what's going on in this drink. These <laughs> won't, you know, this <laughs> one can won't have you laying in the fairway laughing you know as once happened with lawrence on golf. that's a that's a myth that's actually a myth it's not a true story it, never, it's never <laughs> it, like a story. it won't it won't have you unable to play you know but it's a refreshing drink and, and relax it and things like that exactly right and and you know like everybody usually has to drive home after golf so it is it is something that we put thought into um Again, if you're if you're getting free poured liquor drinks at the turn or at the clubhouse, those can be pretty stiff. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, look, that's that's fine and dandy, but we were trying to trying to kind of keep that in mind. And so in Virginia, um, we had to keep it under seven and a half percent to be able to sell mm-hmm. it as what's considered wine. Um, okay. And so a lot of the feedback I've gotten has been, "Hey, we really like five percent, which is what this is. Uh, we can drink a couple and not worry about driving home or, or whatever over the course of that four hour round." but a lot of golfers do say they want a little more alcohol. So we're making a 7% option right now too. And we're just going to throw them both out there and see what sticks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, cause this one, I don't know what you thought, um, but I don't, I, you can't taste the alcohol. So it's a little, at all. It's a little at dangerous. All. Like mm-hmm. you, you can kind of get <laughs> carried away. Um, and so the 7%, I think you'll be able to taste a little more of the vodka, but it's still just so you know, 5% in a 12 ounce can is like a shot. So right, mm-hmm. one shot of vodka is in that can of twelve ounces. Seven percent is a shot and a half, so it's not a tremendous amount of difference, but it might be enough where you you know you you can tell there's alcohol in it, or you might need yeah. a little more. But yeah, so, so it sounds like I'm gonna need I'm gonna need two off the top. I think <laughs> that's the kind of man I'm thinking you are. I, I've only known you for like twenty minutes, but I think that's right. I like that. <laughs> I normally take my Grey Goose to the sh- as a as a shot. I don't even. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess around with the fillers. All right, 
Well, we no, this is good. This is good information because you know it's all about safety and it's all about knowledge, and we're educated drinkers here on golf. <laughs> it's absolutely. I know what I need to get to where I want to be. Well, absolutely, that's, that's half the battle, right? You just got to know know what you need off the off the uh, start yeah. of the mm-hmm. round. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to know your destination before you get in the car. A lot of people get in the car and they don't know where they want to end up. That's we know right. where we want to end up, and so we know we know where to go uh, in order to yeah. get there. Uh, Turner Lewis, owner of Four Crafts Cocktails, you're going to hear about this a lot on Golf DMV mm-hmm. in the next couple uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, we're also going to um, and not just talk about it. You know, we will share our thoughts and opinions on Four Cocktails, Four Craft Cocktails. The website fourcraftcocktails.com. Uh, Turner, thank you so much for joining us on Golf DMV. Hey, thank you guys. It's a real pleasure. Come down to Richmond, let's play. It's Golf DMV. All right, that was Turner Lewis, uh, uh, owner of Four Craft Cocktails, fourcraftcocktails.com. When you're going out and you're playing a little, we talked, you heard it in the interview. You know, if, if, if you need a little more spice in your drink, you may need to bring a little more alcohol to pour it in there and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and keep and, it moving and, and spice it up a little bit. But that's fine. You can, you can down eight of these in a round and you won't, you know, feel, feel out of sorts. Um, anyhow, oh, no, uh, four, eight. Ugh. That is a lot. That is that's a lot. lot. Fourcraftcocktails.com is the website. <laughs> You know what? Try them out. You'll be in the woods the whole round taking a pee. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, try them out and let us know your limit. What's your can limit on the four craft cocktails? We do a whole golf DMV experiment with golf DMV crew. So, yeah, you got to check out his website for store locators. Pick some up and you let us know what is your uh, 18 hole or maybe even your par three nine hole 125 out can limit uh, yeah. when you yeah. have these four uh, after the first three holes you might be hitting them hard who knows <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> who knows uh there we go so we got some manny million stuff uh uh and and some uh pga lpga stuff uh uh lb the, the spotlight's on you sir all right thank you sir uh just quickly uh this is last week's tournament the butterfield bermuda championship uh the winner was herbert i'm sorry lucas herbert aka the ear i have dubbed him um, he won one point one seven million dollars. If you if you if you don't know, just Google Lucas picture. Herbert. Just yeah, Google yeah. his picture, and you'll know exactly yeah. what yep. I'm talking about. Yep. Um, this was his uh, his first PGA win. Uh, I have never heard of Herbert uh, before, so uh, Lucas Herbert. I keep calling him. He got two first names. So okay, that's why. Um, yeah, I hadn't heard I hadn't heard of him before. But uh, six two two hundred pounds, twenty five years old. Uh, he's from Australia. Um, but so it was his first win, uh, and uh, he joined the pro, turned uh, turned pro in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, joined the PJ in 2022, so uh, 2021. I'm sorry, this this year. You're right. Um, yeah. So this is his all first. Right. Uh, yeah, he's doing all right. <laughs> uh, Patrick Reed and Danny Lee came in second place. Uh, they, well, they the, the, actually said 2022, and I think I was like, well, oh, for the wrap, wrap there around or something. Site. Okay. I okay, guess because okay. of wrap around season, gotcha, we actually gotcha, in the gotcha. 22 season. Yeah, but I said that didn't make sense. So I calendar year this year, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, our buddy Tommy Two Gloves was in the field, but he uh, he missed the cut at plus no. five. The oh, cut was not even. Oh, for the Manny Millions, here we go. Um, John Merrick, he finished at uh, plus ten, won twelve thousand eight hundred and five dollars. He is six foot one hundred and seventy pounds, thirty nine years old from Long Beach, California. UCLA graduate of 2004 with a sociology degree. He's married with two rugrats. He turned pro in 2004, joined the PGA Tour Damn. in 2007. So he's been around for a minute. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. He has one win, the 2013 Northern Trust. He has, um, hmm, he has two second places, okay, uh, two third places, 
15. My bad. 15 big top tens. Really? Out of 288 events, he's made 174 cuts. That's not bad. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. That's why we're doing this. Okay. (laughs) What is his career earnings? Who's going first? I think I was the last winner. It's on him. I'm going to go 12 million. Not even going to think about it that much. With 12 million. Uh, 12. Bang. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking it's probably closer to that. I mean, all those cuts. I'm going to say, like, I don't know, 16. Okay, you would be way off. It was $9.1 million. Thank you. Okay. His career right. earnings. Right. So, <laughs> Claude <laughs> wins again. Again. Okay. There we go. Again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, but I had never heard of the dude. I really had. Mm-hmm. So, hey, here's what it is. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to segue really quickly into the LPGA, the mm-hmm. – uh, the Pelican Women's Championship is coming up on uh, November the 11th to 14th, where I will be in in the house uh, uh, checking them out. Uh, eight of the top ten, eight of the world top ten women players are, are in this. the field. Oh, That's wow. going to be a good field, man. It is. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little disappointed because MB Park, my, one of my favorites, is not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of the uh, the Cordia sisters will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Patty T, of course, my my other heartthrob, will be there as well. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I I don't know what day I'm going yet. Um, I just got to figure that out. But day or two, I'm, I'm going at least one day because I gotta, mm-hmm. I'm taking my wife, so I got to do you know a couple stuff too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody but, be responsible. Uh, you think you're better than me? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, what actually what I'm thinking about doing is actually taking her with me one day. You should. Yeah. That uh, way she can go do. I mean, she can at least be there. Then I'll have to be running around. Trying to get back to wherever, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's right. one of my one of my ideas. But yeah, that would really, that would yeah. that would ensure you at least a day and a half because you can go one day by yourself and another day bring her if you wanted to right. catch an extra day and, and at least spend half the day there. That's yeah, before she might could possibly do that as well. I, and this honestly, this is going to be. I can't remember the last time I went to Florida and did not take golf clubs. Oh hmm. wow! Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, it, Probably been a decade at least. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going to, but you'll be catching some golf. You'll be watching. Yeah, I'm watching golf. So that's the same. Reporting for our golf DMV listeners. Uh, And the other thing I just want to mention before we end uh, the worldwide, uh, was it worldwide technical? What's the tech? I guess it's a technology championship at Mayakoba this Mm -hmm. weekend coming up. Uh, Our, our, uh, (laughs) two of our, two of our black brothers are in the field. Uh, Willie Mack is made mm-hmm. is in the field. I believe I believe he got a sponsor's exemption or something. I'm not positive, but he's in the field as well as uh, the OBG. Uh, uh, Harold Varner is in the field. I believe I did see his name. I'm just double checking now. As okay. mm-hmm. Yep, he's in the field as well. So that's it's like a record. I mean, two black guys in the same field, <laughs> and one of them not Tiger. I mean, right. think about that. Yeah, How often does true. that happen? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Not, not often. <laughs> Still rooting for Mac. Yeah, yeah, Mac yeah. 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 Get it done, Willie Mac. We'll yeah. Um, all right, folks. We'll be back uh, next week with more golf to talk about, and, uh, and 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 again, the whole par three challenge and the whole golf. DMV. If you listen to this show, you're part of the Golf DMV family. Email in, just go to the website. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, we'd love to see if anybody else wants in on this. Yeah, come and, on uh, out there. Let me see what you got. Yeah. <laughs> show Lawrence what you got. Tell me what you got. <laughs> the gauntlet right. has been thrown. There it is. All right, folks, it's Golf DMV.